So ladies and gentlemen, we are officially entering episode number eight. Today is May 10th, 2018. It is officially 6.16 p.m. I don't know why I did that. I just read it because, well, the last my notes was updated at 6.16 p.m. Right, right. But it's 6.42 and after in the evening. We are sitting here waiting for a delivery come. So if you hear an awkward break in conversation, that's because we took a break because the delivery people had to deliver our cabinets today and not tomorrow right. for me and my girl. But anyway, Mark, we didn't record last week. Our whole backlog is going off. Previous mm-hmm. one through seven is going up officially uh, today. So if you're you, anybody listening to this will be listening to it technically from the 11th up. We tend to record on Wednesdays or Thursdays, depending how our week flows. Yes. Um, we will bring you like uh, quick cheap shots where I do weekly updates when I find out information the day of, mm-hmm. which would be under a minute and a half to two minutes long, like pretty much everyone's doing now. Pretty much, yeah. But I, but the grand conversation will be taking place between me and Mark on the... Um, Either that Wednesday or Thursday. That Wednesday or Thursday. So just expect that. Um, the video component, we're thinking about using something called the Mevo switcher. Okay. It's like a giant camera studio. So we're just going to set the camera up. So we'll be, it, hopefully, I would say June, we, we'll go live from YouTube. So does this mean I get that? I get a I get a laptop or do I get an Apple mm, MacBook or some shit? No. Nah. <laughs> I mean if you bring one, yeah. <laughs> if I mean, you bring one. I mean hell, I would think that since we're getting a budget, maybe there might be a MacBook in my, yeah. in my future. Yeah, I know. That's another thing. We're, we're, I'm hunting down sponsors, so word. I'm coming at everybody. So if people get weird emails from me, that's me knowing that you got a pocket of change for us. We are looking for heavy donations. Right. Well, nice, that's, nicely, when, nicely. When we go live, we'll be taking donations. We want people to engage the conversation yeah. ask questions so expect a live video component for us um june mid-july definitely july mid-june we're going to be doing some testing with it um giving away free stuff and shit like that mm-hmm. and we were talking Excuse about me, like I, a, a I think it was like a, a nintendo switch right yeah we're giving away uh two nintendo switches mm-hmm. um uh, after we hit 20,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. Right. And the YouTube channel consists of two shows right now, one wrestling and one society, pop culture, everyday life, which is uh, myself, Dietrich Davis, Justin Maloney, and Daisha Hicks. Um, and that podcast is called Important Nobodies. Right on. But um, a donation to everything is a donation to the system. We are grinding these mics for you guys. We love what we talk about, but we just ask for your support. And to join the conversation, and when we are on YouTube Live, the best way to join the conversation is by making a donation. Um, Also, importantly, we will be having all of our content on iTunes. Right. um, Which is obviously going up in the next day and a half, which was up. It's the wing for all the information to go up, to up finally finalize. And also, we'll be putting video podcasts up on iTunes. So if you're at work and you can't, Get to a computer, but you got your iPhone by you. Mm-hmm. Download that video podcast and watch us as you go about your day. Um, you'll see us drinking tea or beer or or our favorite liquors. Um, that's pretty much it. It's time to jump Indeed. into it. Indeed, let's get down to it, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so we are. Re- this is Wrestlers with Experience, Episode Eight. You are talking to myself, Dietrich Davis, and the one and only Mark Morell, aka Mark Knight, aka. M double aka Mr. Grown Man Business. Right. Um, 
we all have other projects that we're working on. So as soon as we get stuff finalized, we will tell you what the projects are, when we can properly promote them and display them. And also, we um, there's a few T-shirts we have coming in. Um, we're just work. We're, we're just grinding around the clock. So bear with us. We may not be as um as loved as known as everyone else, but I'm pretty sure by the end of this year. I would like to be in the top 20 podcasts people yeah, man. go to you know, and for wrestling like, information. And to be honest with you, you know, in a in an ocean full of um wrestling podcasts, you know, everyone has their own niche. And I believe that myself and Dietrich, we got our own niche. Our histor- historic, more, more, our, our dictionary yeah. niche. Our, our lexicon is in, is incredible. And it's, right. grown, it's grown on a daily basis. And then the bottom line is you're getting that with wrestlers with experience me and Dietrich once again two guys who basically bust our asses in the early 90s uh mid 90s late 90s or whatever um out here in the northeast in Brooklyn in uh public access or you know indie wrestling if you want to call it that or whatnot and you know our passion for the sport is just what it is right we come from a and we don't come from a like just anybody form there's a lot of us secretly that came out of the same training place facts um i'm not gonna run down their names but we we all came out the same training place and we all we all crossed paths at different times or this that and the other but uh we're definitely again just to give us a quick introduction we're just two guys who met on the indie scene grinded it out in the states and that's pretty much what it is so we're gonna get into this episode Let's do it. I want to jump. Um, we're going to work a little bit backwards on this episode today because mm-hmm. we didn't get a chance to talk about the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, we're going to get into that um, towards the end of the show. But I want to talk about the most important thing uh, was backlash, right? And people walking out of backlash. Okay, so you know the backlash pay per view, the main event they walked out of uh, was last weekend, mm-hmm. and um, it's rather sad that at the main event people were basically treating that like the mid-card match or the go-to-the-bathroom match or go get that popcorn refill and extra hot dog and extra beer type style of match. But either way, they were leaving. And the reason why they were leaving in drones is because of the one participant in the main event. Roman Reigns. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't like Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And if you're sharp. Hold on for a second. See, that's we're going to have to stop this for a break for word. a second. Uh, we have a delivery coming. We'll be right back, people. All right, now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Word. I had got a, a quick furniture j- delivery. I didn't expect them to come so fast. Excuse me, I just belched. Dude, but you we, snap your fingers, you get shit done, bro. Come on. I do. How, <laughs> did, how does he say, hey, when, I t- when I go to the mountain and tell him get it done, it's going to get done. And if it don't get done, I'll get it done. And that's the last thing they want done. Oh, goddamn. Charles Manson. Anyhow. (laughs) So going back to what we were talking about, which was, let me see so I can make sure I see this. Um, Most importantly, Roman Reigns, the fans worked out. We were talking about this past weekend Mm -hmm. was the backlash pay-per-view. And And to me, Roman Reigns is a mid-card wrestler. Roman Reigns... In my opinion. And you did mention that you do not like Roman. I don't like him. Explain to to the people why you don't like Roman. All right. When you have something constantly shoved down your throat, 
you're not going to want to deal with that on a daily basis. You're going to want something else. You're going to want to deal you you're going to want to go with what you like. You don't want to be forced to watch something, eat something, listen to something that you know you're not feeling. Right. I speak for myself, but I can also kind of speak for a lot thousands of, of wrestling fans within our demographic and age group that just don't like this cat. Nothing taken away from his wrestling ability. Nothing taken away from his family lineage because, you know, the Samoan dynasty is perhaps the most important cornerstone in professional wrestling, bar none. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have you you have they, they are of the first families, right. like the Guerreros, the Hearts, the Rhodes, the Armstrongs. You understand what I'm saying? I, I would say the Armstrongs might be second. Well, yeah, I would say the Samoans, Armstrongs, Hearts, the Funks, the Funks. Um, if I had to put a pecking order, there's a but then obviously the McMahons are the greatest, but that's course. still just one. We're talking about people who've been in this business before For the McMahon's. Ages, right. we're talking, now we're talking. But now what we're talking about is is a guy who has been on the forefront of world wrestling entertainment. Four WrestleManias in a row. Four WrestleManias in a, in a row. The only person to have ever main event, not even four, but like six WrestleManias was Hulk Hogan. But Hulk right. Hogan was over. Hulk Hogan Appeal to everybody. Everybody tuned in to see the Hulk. Austin three main events. Austin over. main evented three events. The Rock the three Rock main did events. Three. Over. Um, Shawn Michaels did one. Um, no, he did two. He yeah, did he the did one two. with John Cena. Actually, three. Three. He did Nat, him and Nash. Him and Nash. Him and, him Brett, and Brett. Him and, and him Austin. And John Cena. And, and, yeah, four. Hit four. Four main events. No one questioned. Exactly. No one Kurt questioned. Kurt Angle has main evented several WrestleManias. John Cena has main evented several WrestleManias. Okay, even as fans getting tired has gotten tired of Cena, but listen, Cena. There's a difference C- with Cena. Yeah. Cena was over. Cena's over. But the thing, you're absolutely right. However, you might not have liked him, but you respected his position. Exactly. But back to Roman. Roman is fluid inside the ring, but he just doesn't appeal to everybody. He only appeals to the kids. He appeals to the women because of his looks, because of his gimmick and everything. That's fine. But he's in decent shape. He's in great shape, but he cannot talk. And people are tired of him. And I mentioned this on another episode. And Shawn Michaels said 70% of your paycheck is, is that microphone. Is that right? But now here's the deal. If you're not over as a good guy, if you're not over as a babyface, go heal. What's the only thing you can do? Turn villain, change your gimmick, change your look but, around, but Re- recycle, put put what you got right now on the shelf, do something different. Let, let me fall back and that. let Mark go off. Let me fall Roman, the fuck Roman's back. Not, yeah, let look, me fall back. Ro- Roman's not doing that right now. He needs to fall back. He needs to change up. And you and I, we discussed this over the course of years. He needed. He needs to change his look. He needs to change his swag. He needs to change his attitude. Why didn't he should have immediately when he was going when he was going to be labeled as the man? And Vince's uh, audience of one, because that's who he, that's the only person he's appealing to is Vince in reality. Exactly. Um, and Vince's, I think he should immediately took off all the military gear. He should put on some wrestling. He should have put on the wrestling gear that he entered the business in. Put the tights back on. Put the boots with the cutout calves on. Do the stat and the other. We didn't need him to have a a, a, a ten pound eight eight pack, but 
we needed a totally different look and change. Exactly. We needed that heel change. Because I'm, I'm going to use this person as an example. Drew McIntyre left and came back as a whole, totally whole different wrestler. Disrespect, uh, what's his name? The modern day Maharaja. Um, Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. I don't give a fuck you say. 3MB Jinder Mahal and today's Jinder Mahal. Same fucking two different, Two different human beings visually. Right. But you know same person in the ring. And unfortunately, and, and Jinder is getting better. Right. But I think the problem is, and now that he's in a program with Jinder, mm-hmm. or a short-lived program with right. Jinder, is it me, or is it Jinder may seem like the better person? Jinder's, to me, Jinder's a little bit higher than Roman at this point. He is. I mean, because if I mean, from out of the blue, Jinder Mahal becomes the WWE Heavyweight Champion of the world, shocking the entire wrestling world, beating Randy Orton for the title. And people were okay with him going to WrestleMania. Might not have liked it, but would have accepted it if exactly. he went to Mania. Right. But you know what? At the end of the day. Jinder Mahal paid his dues. It wasn't handed to him. You know yeah. what I mean? He had to get fired, come back, work his way up to Look the top. Look at the gimmick he was in. Um, a, a, a fucking boy band? Because with, with men that were all over 35? Right. A boy band? They had nothing They had nothing for them to do. But right. you know what? That's that's what happens. But you take something. Sometimes you take, uh, you take shit, you put sugar on it, it'll work. <laughs> Just because you put sugar sugar on shit don't make it sweet. It's still shit. It's still shit. And I think this is Roman Reigns era is the worst era. And I get it. Vince loves that stringy black hair, Kevin Nash looking type. But he don't got the swag or the no, mic of he Kevin don't. Nash. He does not. So now you put him in programs with guys like Samoa Joe. Which Joe is too superior to him. And Joe should be wiping them fucking mat with this guy Number every one, week why didn't vince just to if you want the fans trust maybe vince and samoa joe should have opened the show and aj styles being the only representing champion should have closed the show. the show the champion whether universal or wwe should close the show exactly so that's how that's how that model works in every promotion in the entire world whether if it's Canada, whether if it's Japan, whether if it's Mexico, the Caribbean, that or world whatever, title is last. The heavyweight championship is always the main event. Bottom line, it has been that way from tradition. It has been that way since the inception of professional wrestling. The heavyweight championship has always been the main event, regardless to who was in it. You were showcasing the heavyweight title, whether if it's a world championship or in this case, the universal title, or whatever, the heavyweight title was always in the forefront. But you have fans who are tired of Roman. They got up and left. They left the arenas. They went to dinosaur. They went to Dino Barbecue. They went to wherever else they were out there in, uh, in the Newark area. You know, say and and and, and not to interrupt. Needs. Not to inter- Yeah, they left early. They were chanting, "Beat the traffic." Ta. <laughs> You it get what I'm saying? Lot. They were they were chanting <laughs> "Beat the traffic" says, in the building. It says a lot. So when you have um, when you think about something like that, and you look at the backlash situation, and you look at if Vince is not paying attention, then it's really time for him to to get out the way. Well, not only just him, I think I think Triple H need to pay attention also. I think that it's a tug of war. You gotta remember, Triple H has NXT and 205 Live, right? But they there's no talk about him running SmackDown. And raw. And raw. And I think they're hurting 
simply because maybe Vince needs to be an executive who deals with the big boys, get the $200 million deals, Mm -hmm. come on back, and let Triple H fully run television. Pretty much. But at the end of the day, Roman should not be positioned in the main event anymore. Anymore. It's over with. He's done. Now it's time for the the WWE to start building up. Start building up your hills. Build up the hills. Build Drew McIntyre. That's one example. Build some more with Joe. Let them two be the number two. Let them be the number one and the number two heels on the and Raw. And Joe brand. is on the wrong show, right? Joe should be on SmackDown because that's what works. Joe should right. be on Raw. No. He's on SmackDown. He, he's transitioning between both shows for this last one. Now he's officially a SmackDown. Okay, superstar. so you know what? They Raw needs to position them. Need to position more hills. So you have gender. Put gender and McIntyre together. McIntyre. Yeah. You have. Uh, Kevin Owens. Yep. Okay. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Iffy. Those are those, that's your base of heels right now on Raw. All right. Let them motherfuckers be the ones to run Rubshaw in this place. Now you got your tweener, which just so happens to be Brock Lesnar. But that's another topic on another time. See, because Brock Lesnar and Vince put up, uh, Vince has a habit of putting. Excuse me, I'm belching like heavy. Vince has a habit of putting out definitions like fans are stupid. Brock is our... Attraction. Attraction. Okay. Brock is not... Okay, I'll, let's put... A, if you're going to put him in the Andre the Giant category, I'll take that. Hulk was an attraction too. Hulk was Hulk an attraction. Worked. But the trick is with Macho Brock... Macho Man was an attraction, but he worked. And, and you know what's funny? Here's my next note. No Brock Lesnar until SummerSlam. Now, therein lies the problem. What do you do to fill in that gap when you're not building no one new? So now everyone is going to be chasing after Seth Rollins and the Intercontinental Championship. And also, they're building up this Money in the Bank match, which I think they should have put that one month before SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So you can have a build up to the Universal Champion. Because now a guy walks around with three for three months with the briefcase and no Brock Lesnar to get in the face of. So now... What do you do with the, what do you do about that? And you're giving Brock six hundred and fifty thousand dollars a pay per view, or a a main Sunday show. So now for him to show up three times a year, it's almost two million dollars when you think about that. So, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with the number if that's what he negotiated. That's what he negotiated. But it still lies in the problem. Who do you have to take that fucking belt off of? Nobody. In reality. It would only be Samoa Joe. But they don't believe in Samoa Joe. And like that's that. a problem. I mean, are you going to give it to Bobby Lashley? They've Hold on. We're going to get on that. We're going to get on the Bobby Lashley train. Are you, you going to give it to Bar- are you are you sh- could you give it to Braun Strowman? And this is the this is the thing. Now I know why I hate to say I've always known, but I understand why Triple H always ended back with the world title because you got no one to put it on. And then you got to go with the safety person. Well, I, I'd rather tolerate Triple H as Universal Champion and not being on TV well, it'll be, it'll versus be Brock not being on TV. Well, to be frank, that's just a traditional thing. Um, yeah. Fritz Von Erich did it for himself. Vern Gagne did it all the did time. Did it for himself all the time. But do you understand? Harley- At least you know when Triple H is not on the show, right. we know he's behind the scenes. Harley Race did it. Yeah. Okay. Bob Geigel made sure. Harley Race was NWA World's Champion, okay? Right. No matter how many times the title changed hands. Same thing with Eddie Graham. Made Dusty Rose the top guy. You yeah. can rely on Dusty. Vince Sr. made sure that Bruno was well, the top guy. Well, check this out. 
you can rely on Brock as long as you got six hundred and fifty thousand a pay per view and one hundred and seventy five a raw. But when you got people walking out of arenas out of a match because you got Roman Reigns driving people to go to fucking so so pay to Brock the, to the Chinese restaurant. So so check this out. I'm Brock. I, I I'm I'm Vince, and I see this. Or if I'm sitting next to Vince, Vince, you, that's the deal you negotiated with Brock. Yeah, that's the deal I negotiated. Um, we need him twelve times this year. Pay that man. Pay that man. You, then, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And now is at the point. Pay that man. All right. I, I'd rather him fight two. I'd rather him fight Finn Balor two times in a row. I'd rather him fight a Daniel a, Bryan. That's once. another person that the that the E don't trust. Yeah, and technically, I don't think the E trusts Seth Rollins as well because Seth Rollins should be world champion right now. Instead of ha- he's doing a phenomenal job with the Intercontinental title, which means he would have did a grander job with, with the, the Universal, Universal Championship. Title, right. And we can get it we can get into that. Let's let's continue with the rest of the results right. and stuff from um Backlash. Well, I don't Backlash was a sad to say that the show wasn't worth talking about if you think about it. Well, a lot of things that was a big cluster. Let's be frank, man. Even the WWE Heavyweight Title match was pretty shitty. Again, you have a you have a no DQ match, but the match ends on what? A DQ. Right. Um. Or a count out. A count out, which I thought is not a part of no disqualification. No disqualifications. Means no count outs. We can outs. fight outside the exactly. ring for twenty minutes, and who gives a fuck? Um. Yeah. Let's skim through it really, really fast. All that right. match was, and again, this is where you're hurting Nakamura. In my personal opinion, you're hurting Nakamura. He was on a roller coaster. You just slowed him the fuck down. Well, it leads into it, it leads into Money in the Bank because we all know that they got a, they got another match. But see, he won the Royal Rumble, so I can't even trust if you give him Money in the Bank. Well, they got to do something. Is he in the Money? Did he qualify for Money in the Bank? No, he's automatically getting another shot at the title. If he don't get that belt by SummerSlam, send him back to Japan because you're ruining him. Pretty much. You, and I hate to sound fucked up. You had um. The Alexa Bliss man. No titles change hands. That's number one. Not one fucking title changed hands. You would think that them coming off the heels of Saudi Arabia, that they could at least have issued some kind of title changes other than the World Tag Team Championship. And number one, and I'm going to, people, we're about to be all over the place like bird shit. So forgive me because it's a loaded, um, it's a loaded, it's, we didn't speak for two weeks, so it was loaded. You just put, a green fucking championship on Braun. One, that basically that's a two hundred million dollar. That's a two hundred million dollar championship belt. When you look at it, because that's what the whole the deal was for about two hundred million with the Saudi Arabians. Yeah. Why don't since you're not you're not gonna give Braun the world title. You're not even really playing with the idea of giving him the world title. Let him represent the the greatest kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Let him defend that belt in Saudi Arabia. At least put it on his waist. Maybe you could have had it where people were qualifying to be number one contender of the next show. Whatever it is, Braun should be world champion. Exactly. But the problem is, how do you get that title on him because you already made him look unbeatable? Well, you put him in there with Brock again, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. That that match was a four-finger stinger. He had a better match with Big Show than he did with the Brock. Everybody knows I that. I said, with the Brock. With Brock. With the Brock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, think about it. This nigga was hopping off his two feet. Word. Suplexes, this, that, and the Word. other. Gets in there with Brock, and there's a bunch of shitty suplexes. So, again, I'm not going to say Lesnar's lazy, 
But $650,000, nigga, I need you to get back on your 2006, 2005 shit, Brock. I need you to be that summer, Brock, when you was going up against motherfucking The Rock. When you was going up against Kurt Angle at SummerSlam. Yeah, Take nigga, her at Survivor Series. Yeah, I need, you to, I need you to break your fucking neck on the next shoot in Star Press. Because right now, $650,000, and I'm Vince McMahon, suck my dick. You're showing up to work. Goddamn. I'm going to pay for it. If you're, if you're, if you're my hoe... Then pardon me as I pay a hoe to show up to work. But let's get into the rest. I'm sorry to go off yeah, a little bit. Let, I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's still it's still like it's a clusterfuck in World Wrestling Entertainment, and they really gotta fix this shit. And the sad part is, keep the number one position in the world right now. It doesn't take much for them to fix it. You understand what I'm saying? Like it really does not take much. They got guys, they got the talent, but it's just that it's how they're positioning. It's how they're positioning guys. Right. Like if like. You got the bruiserweight running around with the UK championship. Bring him to Raw. Let him main event a couple oh, of pay-per-views. Oh, but wait, see, but he's on, he's exclusively only working, if not on 205, it's only NXT. I don't need him on 205. You built a world title on him. You built a whole country's, a whole continent title on him. Let him run as the man. That kid can go. With, you could put him up against Brock and he'll, he'll steal the show. I think so too, but you know what? It ain't happening. So fucked up the way they're doing it. The next thing I wanted to bring up on the list. What well, what 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 else happened we at Backlash? T- well, okay. Backlash was really a lackluster. How 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 long do we you, talk you, about a clusterfuck? You had um, damn. I I, I know car remember. crashes. I'd rather pull people out of than watch that okay, show. You had Carmella versus um trash versus Charlotte. Oh, oh so did she get the world title because she's allegedly fucking John Cena? I don't fucking know. Who cares? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, are, are we really playing this game? This is some dumb shit. If he, if she's really sleeping with this dude, but then him and Bree are still in the, him and whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused by them bitches. They still live in the same damn apartment together. No, she's out. No, it's reported they're still in the same apartment. I thought he, um, nah. she was living at. No, she said she said it herself on her YouTube channel. She's living with Bree and Daniel. No, she's living with John. <laughs> I want you to say allegedly because I don't want no one suing us. She's cause... allegedly living with John. According to um, lordsofpain.net, she's still in the apartment, allegedly. So let's. Or he may be letting her stay there because I know she's not at his house. But well, she's yeah. definitely at Arizona taking care of the business because she put up a video on YouTube. Okay. And she was very clear about it. So I don't know what Lord of Pain is talking about. I'm not, and I fuck with lordsofpain.com. And also Wrestling Wrestling Inc. I fuck yeah. with them too. But um, until until she says it, I'm gonna go with the breathe because she was in Arizona. She was definitely in Arizona at their right. office. I th- I think there was some uh, there was some other matches there too. You had Jeff Hardy versus um Randy Orton. That was a pretty decent match. I mean. So uh, a lot of that shit, it was a bad show. Then you had, uh, you know, Seth versus Finn. Mm. Uh, you know, but they're not swapping the Intercontinental title on him anytime soon. That's um, a ball drop. Finn Balor, he's another person I think he's better on the indie scene. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on with them tag team titles on, on either brand. You know what? You know what? This is fuck the show. Fuck backlash. Let's just See, talk about uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> this let's, let's, let's talk about the greatest Royal Rumble. Hold, hold at, on. Least, at least, at least right here, I got something we can talk about. You know right. what I mean? Well, well I want to save the the greatest Royal Rumble for the ending. I want to just run down this quick list of things. Um. Let's see. Let's talk about WWE promoting Impact's app at the end of some of their content now. Okay. Um, obviously, there seems to be some type of new relationship budding. Right. Impact has the um, 
excuse me, what is, is the Global Force? Global Force Network. Yeah, the Global Force Network. And at the end of table for three, it said if you want to see more Kurt Angle and AJ style matches, go download the Global Force Wrestling Network. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there was once a conversation that Triple H wanted to bring all of the indie content together in one hub. Right. They, it, they sent out the survey to ask people, what do you got? Would you guys, what other additional programming would you guys like to see? And I believe he allegedly said it at a press, con- a press call. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if that's happening, but they damn sure are promoting the GWN network. And I think that's a good thing for Impact. Impact yeah. is taking a good shift. I don't want to talk about Impact on this particular WWE episode, but mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing. That means he's going to do that. He can go get Finn's Balor's content from all over the world now. Well, actually, no, not Finn's, but we're talking about AJ. We're talking about AJ. Oh, yeah, Styles. I mean, it'll lead to other yeah. federations being able right. to get their content promoted now. So you figure you get to see stuff of AJ Styles, Kurt Angle. Uh, Jeff Samoa Hardy, Joe, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy, um, Bobby Roode, mm-hmm. um, even um, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley, and uh, Rockstar Spud EC3. Uh, um, basically half the WWE roster, half the WWE and NXT Sa- some rosters. of the guys from Sanity. Yeah, right. And um, Eric Young is has Gunna signed on with WWE? I don't think he has. I know they had a faction premiere at one of their live shows for NXT. Probably so, but, but I'm not, not too. Yet. I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, so I just wanted to talk about that. I think that's good because there's a lot of history to AJ that mm-hmm. is not talked about. Um, I love that they're doing this. I think, again, I don't want to give Triple H all the credit, but I think he's. I think when you had 1996-97 when Vince admitted he didn't see the future or he dropped the ball. I think Triple H is in that position where he sees the future and he knows how to get there. Right. Um the next thing cuz I want to get into the great greatest Royal Rumble heavy. Um Money in the Bank, we brought it up lightly, but they're doing three matches, a men's tag, a women's match and a men's match. Do we need to see three ladder matches in one show? No. No. Like the gimmick pay-per-view thing is kind of dead too. It's, I mean, it's like it's like Two elimination chamber matches. Mm-hmm. It's like two hell in a cells. I don't like, need that. It's like give it to one I, person. I, or I don't want to go I, as a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and as someone who came up in the wrestling business. A specialty match was a specialty match for one reason. It was a specialty match. Right. When we got Hell in a Cell, we knew shit was about to hit the fucking fan. When you saw a Texas bull rope match, you knew some shit was going to happen. If you saw a steel cage match, you knew something was going to happen. If you saw a lumberjack match, you knew something was going to happen. Okay? Why should there be on a show jam-packed with all these gimmick matches for the same thing? Just to highlight various talents. I got a problem with that. Yeah, and and also, you're not even going to pick the right person to win the money in the bank. You you just botched two Royal Rumbles in a row by not letting one of the Asian champions go over. What do you do now? Squash them again and keep them in the the dirt? You know what I'm saying? Because the money in the bank has no value to me no more. Well, considering the last money in the bank winner was Braun, was not, I'm saying Braun, was Baron Corbin, right? Baron Corbin... Was uh, was the uh, I guess what the fourth person to um, win the money in the bank but failed in a cash in, okay? Uh, then why even put it on him? 
it was a test to see how over yeah, he can get. Yeah, but you already saw he wasn't winning. Uh, another, you get what I'm saying? You already saw. And with him going over to Raw, let's get ready for that Baron Corbin push that we don't want to see. That's another person they need to fucking get we rid of. We already see it happening. It's always been already been leaked that that's Vince's so, new pet project. So, so you got you got a women's money in the bank match, men's money in the bank and tag in a tag match. Okay, let's talk about this tag title. This tag title um shot. Okay, so you're gonna have the club, mm-hmm. the revival, uh, DNA. You're gonna have who's DNA? That's um. Bo Dallas and Axel. Wait, they're not they're part not the of the Mr. Woken? Ra- they're not the Mr. Taraj anymore. Yeah, I know that, but they're not with the Woken universe. No, yet? they're not with them either. Oh god. So you have them, you have the you have the New Day and you have the Usos, right? Mm-hmm. Um and you have Breeze Dago, Breeze Dango, and then you have Rhino and um All tag teams I don't want to see. Each of these, te- and, and oh, and the authors of pain, because you know they're going to be in there somehow. Right. Right? I feel that they, they got lost in the shuffle really bad. So you got these guys involved in a tag match, a tag team battle royal ladder match to get a contract for the tag team championship. And I think they said, it hasn't been leaked yet, but I think this week or next week is going to be one member from each team is going to be in the match. So it's not even a tag tag teams working together. It's one member from each team representing. If that's not the So most, it's going to be four teams, one member from each team. If that's not the most butt stupid Concept in in wrestling, I have no idea. I don't know what it, I sound like Jim Cornette right about now, but um, that's dumb as fuck. Yeah, it's really dumb. If, Who's, if whoever's if, doing the pimping in WWE if, if is doing, fucked up. If you're doing something where you're highlighting tag teams, right? Make it a tag team extravaganza. Why don't you just make it a whole tag team pay per view? And you, how that's about, original. Have uh, Ted and, and have Teddy Long announce every every single participant. Right, he's just, the king of booking tag matches. Right, but also, you know what I'm saying? Like, just if you're gonna gimmick it, gimmick it. Once a year, the tag teams are highlighted and so, the greatest format. So what they should do is they should take the Dusty Rhodes Classic and make it a tag team, make it a tag team event. And I and I even got it. Take the Great American Bash and do it, and make that a tag team spectacular, and have them wrestle, have them wrestle for the Dusty Rhodes Cup. Make that. An annual thing, or if not ha- for the cup, guarantee a tournament leading to the tag team championships, the, like like the like the World Tag League, right? The, like the World Tag League and the um the champion and the tag team champion carnival from All Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, that would work in they the could, United States. Let me tell you something. They could take the bl- the Bound for Glory format and do it with the tag teams. There's so many things they could do with the tag teams, and I'm not going to question the quality of tag teams. I don't think. That they get respected enough. Nah, man. I mean, or take it. You know, you got this whole full cell university thing, right? Right. You're pumping out NXT once a week. Mm-hmm. How about instead of those guys doing house shows, once a week go down to full cell and do a full tag team show. Give Give us a one hour tag team show where we get two matches of two sets of guys, one from Raw, one from SmackDown, and we get exclusive tag team tournament matches. If you're going to do something, because the tag teams are the ones who get the short end of the stick. Right and then now, the tag teams they're putting together is a mix of four guys who don't even fuck with each other. Exactly. 
and because we're they, they they need something for them to do. But I would think that will work. Or like we said, we take the Great American Bash and, and make that make, the tag and event. And you make that a tag team event. Let that be strictly tag team wrestling. No single shows. Right. And then now that's where you introduce the women's championship, the 205 tag team championships. Now you got a pay-per-view once a year. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, if you don't want to do it, just take the Survivor Series and make it an all-tag team like championship how, that event. Would, that would fucking work, too. Only tag team champions. None of this on the line. You can even bring a six-man tag title in if you want. And Man, you don't have listen. to. You know what I'm saying? But that, you, that, but, would, that would be dope. But you take the Survivor Series, Women's Tag for Raw SmackDown. The, the 205 Cruiserweight Tag Belts. NXT Tag Team Championship. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, really go ham and really push that fucking envelope where tag me teams are highlighted. Me personally, like I said, that's dope, but I would truthfully say make the Dusty Rhodes classic. Well, that's branded with NXT. Right. So, But, I, but we, I would take that and bring that so that, like I said, every every tag wrestler, every tag team from each show can participate in this. And also, if you're going to sign, since you're signing so many of the ending darlings, always introduce a new tag team into the mix that 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 you know is going to NXT, but they're going to debut at the NX at this tag class. I mean, hell, they just signed four. They just signed four guys exclusively from for the, for the from the UK to yeah. work uh, the work their main shows plus NXT. I would even put them motherfuckers up in there too, right? And, and I won't be surprised. Right. I won't be surprised if when they do this, if they decide to do it, mm. I think another smart thing which could possible could possibly work possibly work. But it'll just be another set of tag belts. What's that? A UK tag title. I w- see. There was a report I was watching how Triple H only brings up the UK show when the other UK company starts talking with their television deal. Yeah, World of Sports. Right yeah, there, you go. There you go. So it seems like Triple H, and I think I, that's one of those things. I think it was a larger undertaking because now, who's going to monitor that show remotely? See, it becomes how you produce that show remotely. Hey. You know, that's that's. I think he wants to make it happen, but he can't get it to happen. If they but, were to have somebody to properly watch and monitor the show, I would say have Regal do it. Have Regal and Nigel McGuinness run the um do, the UK. I think tag, Regal is perfect. The UK, the UK division. He's finding most of the talent anyway. Pretty much. You get what I'm saying? So when you think about something like that and you look at it, I think like we like we like you know not to sound repetitive, it needs its own pay per view. Take Survivor Series. Survivor Series has been slipping the last five or six fucking years. Let's not get it twisted. No one cares so, about it, man. Right. So if you're going to introduce UK Tag Team Championships, do it there. You know what I'm saying? Do it where it's highlighted. Yep. Make it look like this is the greatest world event for tag team wrestling. Or, like you said, if you're going to do the Dusty Rhodes Classic, have it where the NXT guys are ending the NXT Classic at the Survivor Series at this pure tag team pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. All belts on the line nonetheless. So since the shows are all put together, um, Sade, can you get this dog? Since all these shows are, I'm sorry, people, the dog was all over the place. Since all these shows are put together, it's not going to hurt when you have eight matches and they're eight tag team. You know what I'm saying? So let's say, let's talk about it. You got Women's Mint Raw and SmackDown Women's. Yep. You have NXT. NXT. And I think there should be NXT Women's Championships. So let's say there was an NXT Women's Championship, NXT Men's. That's only four matches Pretty right much. there. Right. Then you have 
let's say you made a, that's a big see it might be a short show and do we need three hour pay-per-views no. maybe we can have a two hour show have six matches mm-hmm. and be good to or, go or just do just do eight matches within three bloody hours or two hours it, it could be done we don't need all the backstage no, shit we don't, we that's, don't need... that's the other thing too like there's no mystery let's close let's close the veil just a little bit right and let's just get back down to to basics pro wrestling now that we're done with that that goofy shit yeah yeah <laughs> the next thing i wanted to move cuz I, I wanted to move through this really fast yeah man um the, the official four horsemen of the mma are there four which, horsewomen right the four horsewomen which is ronda blazer mm-hmm. man dukes and uh marina Schaefer. and um those are four tough bitches we haven't had WWE has not success, success, successfully created a all female faction that really works. Nah, they hadn't. The the what's the other ones with the with, with Paige that fell apart? Absolution. The other one fell apart. Um, uh, the Riot Squad. The Riot Squad fell apart. Let's keep it real. What was the other one? Then you had uh, you had Tamina. You had uh, Naomi, and you have Sasha. That when is. they did the whole mo- women's movement in the beginning. The shit didn't work, but these three females who are bad motherfuckers right. and the MMA, you put four of them together and they start making the women's roster look a little bit corny. Not yeah. corny, like, but you got to step your game up. They have to. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think it'll be interesting to see um, how this will work out and where it's eventually going to lead to because it's already been predestined right. that the four horsewomen of the MMA will take on the four, the four horsewomen, horsewomen of, the of the WWE. Right. And, it's going to happen. And, and and it's definitely going to happen. I just it's just so crazy how they did take a picture of the four of them together. Yeah. Uh, looking at the other four and now they officially got those four women. So these women were talked about 3 years ago in MMA as being the four horsewomen. They're all hardcore wrestling fans, mm-hmm. which means I think we're going to get four or five Ronda Rousleys. Yeah. They don't have the star power of Ronda. No, they don't. But they definitely have the presentation. Shane uh, Blazer is becoming pretty dope mm-hmm. as a as a wrestler. But that's just something I wanted to touch on real fast. Right. How do you feel about Hogan possibly returning to WWE? Ooh, well, let me tell you something, brother. How do you? Because <laughs> I personally don't want him back. But well, okay. Now, Hogan was put on the shelf two years ago. Was it that short? It was two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For. Um, the leaked footage of him having sex with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife and him making uh, drunken racial comments on the radio on the ra- on, on 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 this thing oh, about he, he wasn't drunk he was sober as fuck. Well, th- when he was talking with Bubba, it was in the house. He was drunk, bro. Right, but then he but also on TV, said the nigga thing on the radio. Said, yeah. Right. So you know what? One Hogan was keeping his teeth white. As a, you know, I say that all the time. <laughs> I say nigga all the time to keep my teeth white, boys, to remind myself. But 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 personally, you know. Um, but but back to back to back to what I think. Mm-hmm. <sighs> In this time, everybody is coming out and saying what the hell they want, when they want, how they want to, and people are either getting a slap on the wrist or a reprimand and this and the third or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Personally, I just feel like this. He had no business saying the damn word. He's an adult. But should should WWE be allowed to make money off of someone who well, clearly said 
the only nigga my daughter should be fucking is a rich nigga. Well, but then again, look at Michael Hayes. Michael Hayes said that he was more nigga than Mark Henry. You number one, I'm really starting not to like Michael Hayes on the low because dude, dude, Bobby dude. Lashley but you know, said the reason why he left was because of Michael Hayes. But the, ironically, Mike was drunk too. But here's the funny thing. Mike's married to, uh, 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 I think he's he's married to somebody and he has a black daughter. He has a black stepdaughter. Black stepdaughter. White men fuck black women all the time and still call them niggas. Of course. I ain't, I'm not I'm not taking my foot off that listen, throat Gar- for Gary, nobody. Listen, Gary Owens had his had his wife call Michael Blackson a nigga on, on, on a video to get at him while they were roasting each right. other. Right, so I'm straight up and down, my foot is staying on the throat of Michael Hayes. Mark Henry has had an issue. Yeah. With Michael Hayes. So my thing is, there's three dominant black men who has had issues with Mr. Hayes and his I fuck black pussy so I can talk about black pussy or or black men the way I want to. Bill Maher said that same shit too. Thought that same thing also. Bill Maher, let me tell you something. Bill Maher fucks nothing but bed winches. Straight up and down. Well, Straight up and down. Just because you fuck black women and smoke weed don't make you an honorary nigga. Right. You feel, and I mean, and I mean that with the hard R. Everybody wants to be one, but don't want to be one when it's time to be one. But now, but back look, to if Hogan. Hogan's definitely most likely going back to be to back. Hogan. Okay, so Hogan made this speech because he's been doing a lot of community work with the boys and girls clubs Fuck out that. there in um in Clearwater, Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great, but is he? And he's in their club. They're in their. He's in their um their Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. right? WWE has been monitoring. Side note, you don't let China in the Hall of Fame. You keep Sammy Stitch in the Hall of Fame, but you keep Hogan in the Hall of Fame, but say China can't come in because of some sex, some porn she did. But this but China bitch, gets but China gets mentioned. Right, right. But she but she should be in there because that woman's movement was her. Was her. 20 years before it was thought about it. It wasn't a Marlena. It wasn't No, but Marlena was there. Right, no, but I'm saying they, they, she didn't put that stink on no, it. No, like women competing jo- with the Joni guys. Did. Jo- Joni did that. Right, Jacqueline did that. Ivory did that. Definitely China but did China that. But China was the one who put she like 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 she was a world star. She put asses in seats. Yes, yeah, she did. And, and you got to remember, for only woman to be number one contender to the WWE Championship, and we never question it. Word. Real talk. She could have won the title for ten minutes, and we wouldn't have questioned it. But back to Hogan. I mean, it's like no. I, hold on, that's why we're going uh, to go back full circle. Hogan saying the you, saying the n word. Right. Well, hold on, hold on. But to go back full circle, you say all these people, you say China shouldn't be in, but Hogan gets to be in. Had a sex tape, exploited the sex tape, sued over the sex tape, disrespected black men, but you don't take him out the Hall of Fame. Oh, they took him out the Hall of Fame. They scrubbed him. If you go to the WWE website, they scrubbed his They scrubbed, they scrubbed his him over what you call it. They, but scrub, they scrubbed his profile and they scrubbed his Hall of Fame recognition. But they did show some of his images his, last year. His footage his footage is up there. They just can't say, okay, well, we, we're going to scrub all of his stuff. You can. Let me tell you what the power of history is written by the victor. You can scrub everything. This is a revision history right now, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, this is the company that freaking... They removed Benoit. They, they removed, kept his shows. They, they, yeah, but they don't, they don't mention Benoit. They don't even they don't even mention punk anymore, but his footage is up there. And they're trying to erase him with the Brock thing. Exactly. So now back to back to Hogan coming back into the company. Mark Henry, Booker T, Stevie Ray, they all made their um views and comments. Mm-hmm. Hulk gotta come up in there and apologize to everybody in that goddamn locker room. Or how- and not only that, he also has to come up there inside that ring and make a genuine public apology. To every person 
in America. You know why they call Hogan the hoaxer? Because all Hulk do is stir shit up. His apology would never be genuine. Of course not. So my thing is, put him in there with Bobby Lashley. Let Bobby Lashley stiff him a few times. I say, listen, have him there. I don't even want to see him wrestle, to be honest, because he he shouldn't be in the ring. Because he's going to be there to be an ambassador. But you know what? But then, just don't say, all right, we have Lashley up in there. Just don't say we have Booker T up in there. Just don't say you have the New Day. Just but don't Hogan, say that you have Mark Henry up in there. funny you say that. I think Hogan will come out, and the New Day will come around and dance around him. Probably. And they'll make light of what he said, mm-hmm. and that'll be the way to erase the issue. Right. You're going to use the New Day to do it. You're going to use the New Day to do it. Well, I say- But if you want to build Big E, as they should, how about him at least hit, hit him with a strong clothesline- Something. And let the new day get upset because it's time to build Big E. Right. That boy can cut a promo. Big, he can wrestle. Big, big right now is 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 a as a, a talent that right now is unmatched, and they're sleeping on that dude. Or he's a, he's a he's a he's a powerhouse waiting. He he could go to Raw and win the. He could he could be a universal. He champion. should be the. You're right, but I'm, I'm gonna keep my mouth. Shut. No 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 no. <laughs> spit it out. He should be the. If they needed to position somebody outside of. The predictable ones, mm-hmm. he should be the one to perhaps be the one to upset everyone, and not well, not upset everyone, but make the major upset and imagine Brock Lesnar. You give him that briefcase, and then you let him stand face to face with Brock. Keep him standing face. To, I want people to envision with me. Brock, he wins the briefcase, mm-hmm. comes out, says, "I'm not worried about SmackDown. I'm not worried about the WWE champion, but I'm the champion of the universe." Have that man and Brock stand face to face. Let the New Day know, the New Day standing by his side, they both exit the ring and back up because they are admitting this is Big E's time. Mm-hmm. And set up set up SummerSlam. Even if Big E lose, let's see if he can hold down the big show. Let him cut the promo for seven to eight weeks every week in building a row. Up, yeah. Building up to Brock Lesnar and building it. He's the He has the strongest promo, maybe yes, the third does. strongest promo next to Cena in the company. Right, I think so. So too. why not have him get down all and you go need for... Is a, all you need is an opportunity. But hello, brain trust of Titan Sports. Right. They're do just do something. They, they got to do something. something different so that you won't have people walk out of your main events again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because now you can have him highlight all of those main events for the next six months or the next three months until SummerSlam yeah. and see what happened. He doesn't have to win the Universal Championship, but it's time to put him in the picture of exactly. the title. He needs to, they need to do something with him. And then the next thing in line, well... And you can use Hogan to start that start that to, beginning. To be the launch pad. Give him the rub so that he can go out there and do that. That's something and I... And if you want to be... Not to cut you off. If you want to be blatantly, blatantly with it, have it where Hogan says, I'm giving my vote to Big E. That should be your next universal champion. Maybe if Hogan not use the racism to coin the future of the, the future champion. This is this dude was the second WWE NXT champion. He was yeah, he was. And they had no and tri- obviously Triple H has no problem putting a world title on him. No, of course not. So, I mean, Hogan to go back to Hogan, Hogan's going to come back. We're going to get what we get. He's definitely going to be an ambassador. Mm-hmm. Um Personally, now, this is where I take the racism out. I would prefer him commissioner of SmackDown over Paige because I'm not feeling the whole Paige 
She's boring as fuck. She's boring as fuck. And her face is swollen up from that neck injury. Yeah. And I wouldn't even want her to suck my dick at this point. So (laughs) I'm just saying, she's just. You should see the look on my face, guys. Yeah. I mean, she's just, you know, she's just, it's over for her. And if Hogan was to come back, maybe he needs to be in that. Yeah. Maybe he needs to be in that position on SmackDown, helping. He got a relationship with AJ because AJ says something unique. Mm -hmm. He said. Everybody said TNA was garbage, garbage until Hogan showed up. Well, he said it too. Yeah, it was garbage. You know, he, and he was like, "Yo, I hope he don't ever come in." <laughs> right, but but he came, and and people watched. So it, at the time when the Impact was called uh, TNA, TNA Impact. Right. So the before we, there's two things because the we have to talk about this Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, we got. But to. I got two more topics I want to touch on. Um, is Big Cass already over with? Man, listen. Because they ruined him already. Listen. All right, so they put him... I don't know if this thing with him and Daniel Bryan is it's a one-off. Over. It's over but, um, Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Yeah. Back to the drawing board Because what, what do you do with Cass? i tell you what you could probably do with Cass. Rebuild him, ship his ass over there to fucking Raw, turn him as a face, and have him go after fucking Brock as well. Even though he works good as Hill, he right. could be a... You know, I, I just... I mean, he has the look. I, I want to believe him as a champion, but I don't think they they believe in him. I think they'll probably give him one more crack at it. Right. And he's going to fall into that weird obscurity line. Yeah. That, this, that, and the other. And before we get into our main topic, I want to talk about the Performance Center. And I was listening to someone that I don't like to listen to, which is Dave Meltzer. But I saw his stream in my timeline, so I listened to it. Okay. And um, it seems like, and I'm, I have to agree with him. The performance center is not really producing stars. It seems like we got more indie darlings that are passing through, but there is no homegrown from scratch NXT built except for Big E superstars. Well, Big E was the last came, one. Came straight from playing football in college, right. straight to the WWE. And I think Cass Cass is one of those guys too. And so was Enzo and so was um let me see here. But I'm talking Sasha about like Bailey, but, I'm talking but, about John Cena level. Right. So now <clears throat> No. The only other person, truth be told, that they're they're they're, they're building. There's actually there's, there's actually two people that they're building. Mm-hmm. It's Alistair Black and the Velveteen Dream. Let me tell you something about this nigga Alistair Black. If CM Punk was around, he would have had to pass the torch to him. Yeah. On some real shit. Alistair Black is that dude. I didn't like him in the beginning, but this motherfucker got my attention anytime yeah. he's on the mic. He, he's right now. He's the, he's the guy. I really believe that's not a the, big dude, but the right. But dude. he's he's the star. I, and and like I said, Velveteen Dream is the other one also because. But I still feel Velveteen Dream has a few years to go. But he's the he's definitely got he's that new Shawn Michaels. Yeah, if you do it right, if, if he could be. But he just needs to be himself. But let's see what happens. But I believe that those are the two guys that you know you, that the that the WWE is putting their money behind strongly. Right. So this is something I, I wanted to bring up. We, we even we're victim, not victims, but we know this. You could train two hundred guys and only get two superstars out of two hundred. Think about it. If you think about just the WWE champions, it might have been there's only 40, 50 two different men who's held that title over the course of 70 years. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that, and I'm, talk- and I'm not talking about how many repeat times they've carried the title, just 52 men. 
how many thousands of wrestlers has come through the WWE? Like thousands, bro. You get what I'm saying? Like it's if we if we lot. took every wrestler that I wrote down, so it's I, I think people need to. And this is my thing: should you hire the guys and then send them off to to work the indies to build them up? And then bring them back for once a month training and then send them back out. Because a lot of these guys don't, like Meltzer was saying, they don't have the um, the experience of wrestling in front of crowds. Right. They don't Actually, have the experience. it's 50. You said 57? It's 50. No, I said between, I, I thought it was 52. It's 50. Overall, it's 50 men that's been the WWE mm-hmm. champion or held the WWE championship. Because I, because, oh, and I'm thinking about it. How many, do, what's the count there you have? It's 50. 50 different men or 52? 50 different official men as the as title holders of the WWE championship. So and I'm wondering if they count Vince McMahon. Yes, Vince is Vince is counted. If you look at it as I'm as I'm up on it right about now with the uh 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 different incarnations of the championship. Right. You've had over 50 men holding the title, dating back from Buddy Rogers all the way up to AJ Styles right now. 130, 133 transitions of the title. You know, and, and not to mention, too, the unofficial, unofficial runs by Antonio Inoki, the unofficial loss by Bob Backlund, and... Uh, let me see here. Yeah. When, when they stripped and when they stripped Austin of the title. Right. So in reality, still, so I was two people off because I was going off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I was really going to say 47 for some reason, but just off the top of my head, I had said 52, but 50 men. So in reality, when you sit, when you sit back and you think of something like that, out of what? Every 1,000 wrestlers? Actually, you know what? Even, even, oh, dang. See, because they also include everything else up in here, too. So, but it's about like maybe. No, it's 50 men, like you, like it's, you said. It's, it's 50 men, excluding multiple title runs, right? The only person they exclude is, I, to, uh, is um, Antonio Inoki. Antonio Inoki. Which would make 51. I don't know why I think 52 off the top of my head. There's something I must have read or. But, um,. So you got so so, but let's not worry about that. We got fifty men who held the title, technically fifty-one. You have a hundred and thirty-three transitions of the world to, of this particular title, mm-hmm. and think, twelve different variations of the title. Right. Title so think holders. about. So l- let's keep it one hundo. When you really start thinking about it, you have thousands of people who want to go into the business of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Thousands of men. Only one of those people are guaranteed the WWE championship. That's not a lot out of all the men Vince and Vince Senior has employed. Right. Just holding the WWE championship. That's not a lot. No. So I don't expect the performance center to turn out superstars every minute, but finding the perfect wrestling champion is you not easy. Gonna... Now, we said that at one point in time that we can see Bobby Roode becoming the world champion because of his theme song. But also, was we not when he was in TNA not calling him Baby Triple H? Everyone was calling him that because he was looking like the next Triple H at one point. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I could see Bobby holding the title in his future. Lashley or Bobby Roode. I, you know what? And this is another thing. With the performance center is great in this that and the other. 
And I'm gonna put the performance center thing to a side because the Bobby Lashley thing, it's over for him. Right I hate to it say it. Right before it even began. It's a bust. Did you see that promo? I love my sisters and this, that, and the other. He was supposed to how, if you wanna build how do you build him as the biggest, baddest got, motherfucker I, I got, on I got the planet? What you do. You don't have him do babyface promos. How about not have him talk? Have him bust ass for a while. Thank you. No tag matches. Sing, even if you love him, like you want to put him over, you should have put him and Roman in a program yeah. and let him beat the shit out of Roman. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, they already ruined Bobby Lashley. And I see Bobby Lashley being there two to three years. And then he's going to go. And he's going to go. He might get the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. Maybe the, if, if he gets the United States Championship, is over. I don't want to see him with that belt. Let's just be for real. That United States belt is the ending or the beginning for some wrestlers. John Cena turned it into a workhorse title for a while, as he tried to. But in reality, if he gets that United States championship, I'd rather him just relinquish it and leave the company. Because in TNA, they took they, they treated him like a champion. He was, right. I mean, in Impact, they treated him as a champion. He was believable as the Impact Heavyweight Champion of or, the world. He snatched up and unified every singles title into the to, to into the Impact Championship, only for them to break it up and to do what the fuck they're doing with it. So my question is, what about? Why not just move him back to NXT and let him be the workhorse, workhorse world champion? Because he and build him with the audience's credibility as a monster. Because he's he's established already, and they put him right into the main roster. There was there there was no need for him to to go right into NXT after coming back from Impact. The same I, thing like how they did with AJ. AJ went straight to the roster. He didn't go to the Impact. He yeah, didn't but go see, to the, um, AJ Stardom. The, whatchamacallit. The, the, um, the, 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 the performance, performance center. center. But AJ Stardom and skill set superbly surpassed the whole NXT roster. So then why the fuck is Ricochet there? I, and you know what's so funny? I wanted Ricochet to go there. And why is why is because e, you got a slow? Why is EC three there? <laughs> because those two you now have to deprogram from the NDC. See, also I noticed NXT is becoming a deprogram is deprogramming center. Yeah, we don't want you to be the guy that's on that was on the indie scene. We want to slow you down. We want to dumb down some of your moves, mm-hmm. and we want you to be WWE product ready. Well. And that's a little disruptive. I guarantee you, and I guarantee you, in about maybe two years, or a year and a half, Adam Cole will be the WWE Heavyweight Champion of the World if he shows up. I mean, if if they keep him, well, we'll see. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where it is is one of those things where you want him to be. I like Adam Cole. We know Triple H is protecting Adam Cole heavy. Mm-hmm. And when he comes up, because right now Adam Cole seems like he's more of the world champion than the world champion in NXT. Yeah, well. <laughs> and I wouldn't be, later, and I wouldn't, that was my stepdaughter leaving, I wouldn't be shocked if Triple H didn't want to disrupt Alistair Black. And when he created that title, he created that title as he was bringing in um, Adam Cole in. I think so too. I think sometimes a belt is designed for a person. Mm-hmm. And he, and they said he's a sponge and he's absorbing. And when a motherfucker is willing to learn, that's what makes him more credit. He's he's the dude who's going to surpass Seth Rollins when he shows up to Raw. Adam Cole will be the new CM Punk. Or better. Okay. He will be everything CM Punk was and more. Because Even his faction is on point. Because they, 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 they have him in their hands like this and they can mold him. And let me tell you something. Let's thank Ring of Honor for also 
he learned a lot in Ring of Honor, and I'm not saying he's dis he's disrespecting Ring of Honor, but he's bringing all of that Ring of Honor teachings right into all that knowledge he mm -hmm. gained right yep. into the NXT roster. So again, it seems like we got an indie darling making the NXT performance center look good, which is my argument. Right. So like, are they building stars or are they just transitioning people through? They're transitioning them through so that they can just shoot them right into and the roster. Technically, Ray Mysterio. Not Ray Mysterio. I don't mean to say that. Um. Ricochet should be in the Rey Mysterio spot, and they should use him as that Latin wrestler to build. But he's not Latin. Isn't he half black and half... Um, he's half black, half white. Is he half white, half yes, black? Yes, Well, put a mask on him and let him run Latin. <laughs> the point is, he belongs in that Rey Mysterio spot. Right. That He's not a big dude, but that dude who can make everything yeah, exactly. look fucking good. He's... You're right. You know he he's a he's a great scientific worker and bring and his girl and let's give congratulations yeah, yeah, to Tess Blanchard. To, to, uh, Tess to, Blanchard is that what's her first that's, her that's, full first name? Uh, Teresa. Teresa or, Blanchard. Like that, yeah. I want to congratulate her for winning her first women's championship. Okay. Because she just did that on the indie scene. Even though this is not an indie sh the indie the show we're doing, I just want to congratulate her because a lot of women on the indie scene well, don't get their credit. But she signed to but she signed to NXT also. Is she signed? I thought she signed to NXT. Because I know wherever he was going, she was going. Yeah, so she... Did she, they confirm it? I'm going to say... She, she's in NXT. She's already there. Came in yeah? at the same time. Because she just won a world title. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought they took her and not him. No, they. I think they I think they got them both. That's what I believe. I'm a, that's why we need to use the word... Star taught me that word. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so, allegedly, let's talk about this allegedly greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. I want. Oh, that's what I want to close out. We closed it out. Talked about Bobby Lashley, the Performance Center. Yeah, we're gonna look look into the Tessa Blanchard. I don't think she signed, but we'll find out. But the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, I didn't upload the rant yet because everything well everything's going up. But I want to tell a lot of people I was the first motherfucker, even though our show was not up, to bring up the issue of, of the, the females. The yeah. first oh, dude. Okay, I thought you was gonna talk about something else. But yeah, you 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 were right. You, you, we were the first ones to talk about that yeah. only because... And I went off on a mean rant about it, and I'll separate that rant from the other show to upload separately. But um, that shit pissed me off. And I, let me let me start off with that because that show is a large topic. Can I ask you a question, Mark? Sure, go right Did ahead. you notice all of this, women are getting the right to drive in Saudi Arabia? Women are getting this, women are getting that. You highlight that, but then don't highlight the females and then get upset because the females was in a WWE promo. So you telling me it's fucking Saudi Arabia that if they watch the live show when the woman hit the screen, you're going to get offended? Well, when you're watching Raw and SmackDown? And and if I'm running the WWE, like I said before, if my if my girls can't come, we can't come. Saudi we don't need to catch up to Saudi Arabia. Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Arabia needs, needs to, to catch up, up to the rest of the fucking world. Well, you know what? Again, and you're not that great if you still see women as second class. Well, let's just put it like this. I can't go inside of a dog's house and piss in it. Yeah, you can. And not expect to get bit in the ass? Let's hope that... But again, all I got to do is rebuild the dog's house. And by them, us coming... By the WWE going to Saudi Arabia, you're rebuilding the dog's house. They're the one who want all of the fucking entertainment. And and, and if, if there's such a woman movement, you just had... Black Panther play out there for the first time, and that woman is woman dominance heavy. Woman dominance 
heavy. There's not a weak bitch in that movie. Except for the chick that was serving the popcorn, but that's besides the point. But, <laughs> what do you mean the chick serving the popcorn? I'm just messing around. There was no female. Oh, I'm about to say. I'm about to say, yeah, yeah. I'm no, but in reality. But yeah. You know, there was not a weak bitch in that film. Facts. So how do you, you, you accept that? You talk about women in Saudi Arabia, but you don't want the women to wrestle in the show because you guys can't hold your jocks. But you got little girls in the audience with their family and parents cheering who know that these female wrestlers exist. Right. So they say that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a process that's not going to happen Fuck overnight. The process. But um, eventually they're going to have to do so anyway. They, they're going to have to do it. But I'm it's just some shit. That this right. that just needed to be addressed. They should have had the women there, but you know what? The women got a the the, the, got the a female payday. rosters got a got a um the female roster got a pay for not appearing. So you telling show. me it's gonna take ten years to get there? And and I don't give a fuck if you're a female in a company. See, I'm not in the company, so I could talk my shit. But um, you even got upset at the dudes who defended the females. Well, let's talk about Corey Graves. Corey Graves, um, as I like to call Jesse Ventura Light. Mm-hmm. He's been um, speaking out about Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and kudos to him for doing that. You know, um, wasn't talking that shit before Saudi Arabia. But at the end of the day, he was like, "Yo, you know what? If this is like the argument is, yeah. If y'all progressing, then let the women work. Right, right. But the thing is, is that because of um, it's all right to fuck a woman and get her pregnant, but don't let right. her have but, a voice. Uh, well, because of you know Western religion, I'm not going to just center it just on one theology but because of western religion and islam is a part of western religion right you understand what i'm saying at it, the biggest it, it's, it's the bi- it's one of the biggest of the of the trinity of Ju- judaism and christianity it's the same sh- it's the same shit it's sexist to women all three theologies mm-hmm. is sexist to women period point blank end of the story Corey got some heat for talking about it Okay, no problem. That was just a slap on the wrist. He's still getting his check anyway. Yeah, he they wasn't gonna fire him because they exactly. Need him. So Saudi Arabia, they got to play catch up with the world. Let them play catch up. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I can't disagree with you, but yeah, that's that's just what it comes down to. But let's talk about the card. All right. Um, the show opened with John Cena defeating Triple H. I like the fact and. We understand why Triple H wrestled first. He's got to get to the back and run the show. Right. And the fact that um, it was him and Cena, you know, in his opener, mm-hmm. and both guys put on a, a pretty decent match. Uh, yeah, I they, wouldn't argue with they, it. They called everything on the fly. It worked really well. Um, and they built it up as, like, the first time that they've wrestled against each other in eight years. You know, since that summer, since their no WrestleMania, WrestleMania twenty two match, I believe so. Right, right. But it was a great match between both these guys. You know, you expected nothing less and nothing more. No, twenty three, right? 20, I, well, well, yeah, because it, it was Shawn Michaels then H, and then it was supposed to be a return match that never happened at exactly. twenty four. But whatever. But either way, Triple H and um, John Cena put on a great match. Both guys, respectively, numerous times. The holders of the WWE Heavyweight Title, the World Championship. These guys have done so much. They've done, you know, Triple Crown winners. They've done everything. Mm-hmm. In as far as like uh, title holders, 
Um, but it was a great match between these guys. I thought it was and a I very entertaining match. Because they might be, no disrespect to the rest of the roster, the most internationally known of yep. all the stars. Triple H is big out there in the Middle East. John Cena is wor- known worldwide. Worldwide, so yeah. So it was. I think that was a, a very strategic and smart move to let them open the show yeah. for business. Then we had uh, Cedric Alexander versus Kalisto. I don't think I care too much about this match. I mean, it was so it was an all right match for them to... It was just a filler, you know, right. for the Cruiserweight title. I thought it was a good match due to the, the, the high flying. Both guys did very, very well in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to see the Cruiserweight title... Um, defended on a pay-per-view. Defended on a pay-per-view, which needed to be done. Um, I just thought it was a good thing to see both Cedric and... Um, Kalisto do their thing in the match. Also, then we had um, then we had Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the vacant Raw tag team titles. And I think we already knew that Cesaro and Sheamus was not going to win the title because they're over at SmackDown right, now. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So they're looking to, tr- to climb their way up to, to the top of the um, the SmackDown um, SmackDown um, contenderships mm-hmm. for those tag belts over there. So the leader of worlds or the or the Raw tag team champions. Um, very interesting pairing between. Is um, that the name? That's the name of the tag team. The They're becoming a pretty strong right. tag team. Slowly, not and, overnight, but and slowly. And ironically, anytime you put Matt Hardy with somebody else, they do pretty damn well. Isn't but, it funny how he works so well? Like he works that? well with everybody. He's good with his brother. He was good with MVP. But he's with the right person. This this particular tag team is better than him and his brother. Well, because it's fresh. I kind of yeah, but I kind of got to question that because it's mm. like. Even when they were doing the Brother Nero Broken Universe shit on right. the Indies, that was like the hottest thing going on. Right, but I think for well, let's say for WWE, and I can't disagree with that. But for WWE, Bray Wyatt needed a place to be. Yeah, and Matt Hardy's universe, Woken Universe, was the place to do it. Um, good match. That match only was six minutes and ten seconds long. Right. Wasn't and, a long match. It was a long show, but the matches were short outside right. of the greatest world. But Rumble. you got to give props to Cesaro and Sheamus for doing a hell of a job yeah. in this match because you know it, it takes two to tangle. Well, in this case, it takes four, and I and I think they did very well. Now you have, and also I want to notice um, through a lot of the show when once the entrances the entrances was over, the fans kind of disconnected. And I think because of the language barrier, when he was doing delete, 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 there was no response. Right, because they was, don't know. They don't know about that. Well, they they do have a presence of us, but they don't. I think because people are just happy to be in the building. Right. And it was a di- little bit of a disruption with the shawls sitting in the front rows. Yeah. They wasn't really paying attention. In reality, if they do another show, fuck them. Let the fans come to the front row. And I think those first ten rows mm-hmm. should be for the hardcore fans not the politicians who are not going to design the show. Give them the skybox. Give them this, if they have that in that building. Right. Give them that. I don't think that, because there's fans who really want to enjoy wrestling. Exactly. Um, then we had the uh, Intercontinental ladder match. Seth Rollins defending the title against The Miz, Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe in a fatal four-way. I don't think Joe belonged on that match. No. Joe needed to be in a contest by himself against somebody else he did not need to be involved in this match yeah this is one of his first big major matches back from his um his i would injury. prefer him not to have been on the show i just think that um he you're right i i can agree he had no business being there i mean it was better off just with seth and the miz and mm-hmm. finn going at it for the title 
if Finn would have won, he would it would have been a good look for him to win a title. If the Miz would have won, it would have been very interesting to see him take the Intercontinental title over there to SmackDown. But he also would have tied Jericho's record to becoming a nine-time Intercontinental champion. And um, we I'm gonna talk about that Jericho thing when we do talk about the uh, yeah, because that's because that's a big topic of mine when we go into right. the next episode. So um, Seth Rollins getting the win in a great match. Got to give credit to Seth. He's doing a hell of a job. Um, he keeps up the rate that he's going. You know, Seth is gonna do his thing. He's I, Seth is gonna be the next Bret Hart. I need I need I think he's um. I think he could surpass the Bret Hart thing. I think we need. He already has. I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, honest to God, truth. Fuck around. I think we need to see Seth and AJ at the at, at, at yeah. WrestleMania for the so WWE champ. If a, if AJ's not coming off that title, then give me Seth and him at Mania. Yeah, that would be a great match. And, and let, let the main event. Okay, that'd be good. And let the main event. Then we have, and we got to talk about this. AJ and Nakamura. No. No. That no. was the next match. No, the next match was Jeff Hardy versus um, Jinder Mahal. Actually, Jeff Hardy and Jinder Mahal came right after Bray Wyatt. The match was a shitty match. Again, did the, I didn't even watch Jinder's entrance. Did the fans cheer for him? No. The fans cheered for Jeff. But this is what made the match fucked up. Those two don't got no chemistry. It's gender. I'm going to blame gender. I blame both. <sighs> Jeff, Jeff missed the willow and the, the willow and the wind uh, sent on off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Missed that completely. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't even remember paying attention. Didn't even to contact. Match. And uh, gender sold the, sold the maneuver. Worse if than you don't feel thing, it hit your body, don't sell the move. You know what I mean? Just. Or if you see him missing. Roll out the way and make it look good. Sometimes exactly. you got to pull an audible in seconds. You get what exactly. I'm saying? Got to think on your feet and then recover. They did. They didn't do that. So the match was a stinker. You know. So we can we can just pass that. But Jeff Hardy retained the United States Heavyweight title. Yeah, I did not think Jinder was going to win that belt. No questions asked right. whatsoever. Again, if they would have saved the draft, the WWE shakeup until after the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. We could have questioned who was going where with what belts. Exactly. But we did but they didn't. And I think this should have been done afterwards. But that's another conversation for another day. Right on. Um Then we had the Bludgeon Brothers, Rowan and Harper, defeat the Usos to retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Right. You know what it was? The Seth Rollins matches was mixed around. But the, yeah, the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, I don't know how to feel about this match. I don't think I feel as if this was a Philip. This was a filler pay-per-view only because they signed that $200 million deal. Yeah, pretty much. So it was like, you know, you got you got a great performance out of the out of And you couldn't guys. have Naomi come down yeah. because the women weren't allowed. Exactly. Right. But you had a great match between all it, I wouldn't say a great match, but you had a great effort between all four guys. The Usos pulled out a lot of the stops, but of course, you know, this was just to make the bludgeons look good. And the fans did respond to the Bludgeon Brothers when they were delivering moves. That's kind of when the show started to get warmed up and the, and the people in the front row, the millionaires, started sitting the fuck down and watching the show. Facts. I think Facts. people were more concerned about the guys, the, the leaders of their country as they're watching the show versus... It's like they couldn't enjoy the show until they started watching the show. Right. One of the things that we had not mentioned that it was just nothing but more of a 
come to jet come to Saudi Arabia. We got all sorts of things. We got running water. Yeah, we come got bring them. your come bring the American money, but bring the American money. But where you, where but your, your bitches shawl, can't where your, speak. Where your jihad and um, bring one. We got running water and we got uh, skyscrapers and amusement parks. Right, I'm not impressed. You know I can I mean? get that in Manhattan Island. Exactly. So Governor's Island. Um. Then we have. Then we had uh, AJ the AJ Styles. Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura double count out. Um, the fans didn't even understand what the fuck was going on the way the match ended. This matchup was supposed to be a no disqualification match. It was just the worst. But um, it was a double count out. The rematch from WrestleMania. Something like that. You know what I would have done in, in lieu of that? I would have given them a tag match with Jin, with Shinsuke Nakamura and somebody else. This is where you bring AJ in Styles Joe. Somebody. This is where you bring that, in Joe. Okay. That right. would have fit. You tag Joe with Nakamura and AJ with somebody else, mm-hmm. and and then you go. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You, at least that's that's where you build something a little bit different. And for the people talking about, not to jump backwards, Finn Balor not wearing the pride wear. Come you on, know you what Saudi, country you, you in? in Saudi Stop Arabia. It. They don't even they, let pussy walk around free with a bathing so suit. So you really listen for all those who are listening. Okay, no disrespect, but with all due respect, we ain't got no respect. To quote the great Michael Blackson, listen, the Middle East does not condone homosexuality. So don't even think about that. So don't even question that outfit being there. A woman just got allowed to drive a car like it's 1952. So you really think that it's going to be okay to go over there and walk hand in hand See two men walk hand in hand, and two women. Come on, man! They they still they still chop people's hands off for stealing over right. here. So my thing is, don't don't anybody who was upset. Oh, he wasn't wearing it. I can understand you being upset with the female thing, but let's keep it real. They're not free with their sexual. They're not sexual libertarians. Exactly. Yet. So Come let's on call now. Call it a day. They, they still believe in universal order: man, woman, child. Now. Are, point blank. Are the dudes out there sucking each other dicks? Most on likely. The low, probably. Most but that's, likely. But that's they. That's what they do behind closed doors. When they're not reading the Quran and making salat five and times it, a day, and it's some yeah, and it and it, it, it all getting salat from someone else's wife. <laughs> but that's another story. We weren't we were out of town when that shit happened, so right. don't blame us. And uh, that's what I like to call getting head sometimes. Let me get salat. That's that's so disrespectful. No disrespect to all my my Muslim brothers here in the, in the states because we we're not like shitting on Islam. We're just you shitting know. on the people of Saudi Arabia and their actions. Exactly. Um. But that is what that is. The but the Nakamura match, I agree. This should have been a tag match, and this is where you should have added Joe, or you could have just added Joe and made it a triple jet threat match. That would have been much better because number one, you would have had a fresh element inside the match with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe has history with both these guys. Right. So they they could have did something here, and they Samoa, simply missed the, the, the number belt. one. Samoa Joe has history with Nakamura because Nakamura trained. And the original Los Angeles New Japan Dojo. He also has history with AJ Styles from their days in Impact, with them trading right. the X Division and the World Heavyweight Title. Back but also, I don't think they Shinsuke Nakamura and Joe had matches outside that, that that have like been on the New Japan shows or anything like that. Only at the LA Dojo. Right, but never an official show with each other. No, right. No. So their history it, is training, but not. Match wise, right, right, and AJ Styles, there's no questioning where that comes from. Exactly. The next, so that ended the double count out. People, um, I think that would have been a more solidified 
match with uh, Nakamura, AJ, and Joe. Okay. They could have that that could have been the match, and I think they could have they could have really performed, and and you could have made that a non-title match. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You didn't have so to put the title guys, on the line. Both guys can look strong and, and get do a pin. Need to do it right. You so could have pinned AJ. Anybody could have got pinned. You could have let Joe catch the pin. You could have let Nakamura pin Joe and make him look strong. Right. And and stuff like that. But that is what that is. Then we got let's let's make this one short. Undertaker Rusev. Oh fuck! I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Undertaker Rusev, him and Aiden English okay, both got buried. Talk, yeah, yeah. That, There's nothing that's much to too. say about that. Yeah, it was just a gimmick match for Taker. It was a good rough for Rusev. Taker went nine minutes and forty seconds. So Taker can still go. He can still go. I wouldn't push past ten minutes though. Dory, listen. The Undertaker right now is the new Dorian Terry Funk right about See, now. that ends very sad. That ends very sad. Oh, Taker's not going anywhere anytime soon, you egg-sucking dog. Yeah, that's, yeah. Then we had um, the unfortunate match. Yeah, that of, one we're going to make short. Uh, Brock versus Reigns. People, we know what that is. Listen. Then we had Braun Strowman winning the biggest <laughs> Royal Rumble by eliminating Cass. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going back to that Roman shit. We're gonna go straight to the facts. I like the fact they did what I said they should have done. They created a belt. Created a belt. I'm on record for saying that. Let me tell you something. I understand the business of show of presenting I, listen, something. Listen, see, this this is this is my <laughs> dude right here, and I'm not just saying that to puff smoke up his ass because I don't do that shit. Right, I but I give credit. People, when, but I give credit when credit is due. We've been talking about this off air for some time. Like, yo, they need to create a a, a battle royal championship belt. And I'm like, nigga, that's just not gonna work. He's like, no, no, no. They create a battle royal championship belt. The winner of the battle royal. I've been saying that for win, a year. Holds now. the belt and they defend it at every battle royal. Well, in this case, Annually. defend it at the Royal Rumble. Besides them just getting a title shot at the at the at either of the singles heavyweight belts. Just give them a belt to walk around belt. with. But I said, you know, it can possibly work. And then they showed that belt on the show. Yeah. I was now so I got I didn't remember I was busy, so I didn't get a chance to watch the replay till five in the morning. I, I saw I saw the show. Um I made it my business to watch the show and you know, I was kinda like in and out every But when now they and showed then. that clip of the championship, I said Oh, oh, yeah, that oh, was because at first I was, like, I was about. like, "Yo, what the hell is this?" I'm at, I'm at work, and I'm looking, that's right, that's and, right. and I'm seeing this. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I said, "I, I can understand the trophy. The trophy looked like a big ass freaking um, light pole in yeah. the hood type deal, but it's a, it's a dope ass trophy. It's, that's like the biggest trophy I've ever seen next to the Champion Carnival Trophy." The New Japan Cup trophy right, it's and a the big G1 one. Climax trophy. You notice Braun looked like he wanted to lift it but didn't. But he, no, he was about to. It looked like it was going to fall going apart. To, and it was going to like, and Vince was like, oh, no, no, But you see the man with the money handed him the belt. Exactly. And he was playing around with him for a second and it, Braun kept it cool and was like. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, and then I was saying to myself, well, what can they really do with this championship? And defend then, it only in Saudi Arabia. If you're going to go there twice a year, defend the belt twice a year in Saudi Arabia, but let the champion walk around with it in America so when you have your next $200 million deal, you can get that money. But now here's what happens, right? He received the championship and the trophy. This belt is sanctioned only by the WWE and the Saudi Arabian Sports Committee. Now, you know what's crazy about that? I said sanctioned. 
Don't nobody in North America say shit like that anymore. And the reason why I say that is because that's an old school wrestling term, sanction. That's but a it's political also used term, in boxing. Really. Yeah. You can use the word sanction. In mixed martial arts, you can use the word sanction. In so, wrestling back in the day, you could use the word sanction because is, you had a governing body. So this is also something I would have done with that championship belt. Mm-hmm. You mm. have an issue with the, the women's movement, right? In Saudi Arabia. Right. For every championship belt sold, you can use that as a way to represent the woman in the WWE. Yeah. And also, you could use that as to help move forward social and economic women issues in, the in Saudi East, Arabia. Yeah. <clears throat> so you would have fans who are just belt collectors by the belt. Of course. Like Apple releases the product Red iPhone for HIV victims and shit like right. that. Maybe that should be WWE's product green belt where every time you buy the Saudi Arabia championship you are moving social economics forward just for we'll women. Be, so ladies and gentlemen if you feel like that's um that's right, the move that we should know. do, you know, tag us in. Let us know that's what we should do and maybe we can get a petition to WWE to have them do something like this to you know, get this and to the be a real social. It's it's a yo. Listen, I never that's seen the a second, green That's the second good. dopest belt in their roster right now, next ne- to the UK Championship and the and the NXT and the NXT North American North belt. America Championship. Yeah, like, but in reality, I think that's the way to do it. That's the way to really. That's what I would have done. All right, you got a belt. Let's sell that belt for. So let's movement. give let's give props to some of the performers and let's talk about some of the other. Let's talk about the performers real quick. First mm. things first. So we have forty nine guys. Well, 50, 50 men inside this Royal Rumble. You had a majority of the roster on the active roster that was there involved in the in the Royal Rumble, which I thought was pretty dope. Number one, the person that came in number one, Daniel Bryan, set the all time record for like an hour and a minute. For being inside the Royal Rumble. Right, I'll give him Going that. all the way. Then you also had Kali involved. You had all these other- I was scared for Kali's ankle so bad. Well, I was like, they got to get him out the ring immediately. He did get a pop. Mm-hmm. He did get a pop from his people. Also, you know, um, you had all these other guys there. You also had the return of Rey Mysterio Jr., Mm-hmm. Who je- I don't know if he had surgery on that left arm or that right arm where he tore his tricep. Right. But he pulled the Tanahashi and um, and I'll talk about that on another time. He worked that match with the with the with the torn tricep. You also so props had, to props to him. Yeah, you had you know the return I mean? of Mark Henry who didn't look too ab movable. But Mark Henry did his thing and he was happy to do that. He was happy to be there for he that. He looked like but his movement was very yeah. limited. You know, um, he, maybe because he's had a, a series of grind tears, if I'm correct, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's always he's he's torn his grind a few times. You also had the return of Chris Jericho. Everyone was speculating what is Jericho going to do since he the since the, since his since the Raw 25th anniversary edition mm-hmm. um, show that um, came that was on in January, and then of course the speculation of what he was going to do after Wrestle Kingdom. Right. Um, which we'll we all, definitely get into in the next you know, episode. Which, yeah. You know, we all know that he kind of, well, yeah, we're going to get into that. But, you know, Jericho made an appearance there. He had a lot of people involved in, in this. Um, but this hold on, there's a, there's a magic name that a lot of people looked over. And then you had Hiroki Sumi, the sumo wrestler who showed up. Right. In place of them thinking 
what's his name was still alive, Yokozuna. Exactly. And Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, let's let's talk about some of that crazy shit going but on over there. Th- I think that was the only reaction from both the United States and um, at, from both the states and, and Saudi Arabia, where everybody was just like, "What the fuck?" But you know, it was what it was. Yeah. He did the favor. He was available. He mm-hmm. caught a payday. Yeah, got a nice little payday off of that. Also, let's talk about the moment of the night. Oh, the, it, it was actually two. There's actually two. We'll talk but, about the least moment because I know what the first one is. The least moment we're going to talk about is Shane being launched all the way from from the from the ring through the table by well, Braun Strowman. So let me tell you something. I've been waiting for a wrestler to recreate that since Undertaker been choke slamming from uh, Shane from the third rope through the table. Listen, during all of '99 and '98. Yo, shit, yo, Braun Strowman, <laughs> Mister, get these hands. Launch chain. Where he get that nigga shit from? Cause that's some nigga shit. Yo, you about this nigga about to catch these. He's he a southern boy. Come on now. You're right. You're right. He, he from Cause hills, he said man. he don't even know where that came from. He just said he was on the mic and he says, "I'm going. You gonna get these hands?" And he goes, "I've never said that before." I said, "This nigga probably around a lot of black people in that company, and they talking that shit." You get these hands. Cause to me, Braun is a big kid. A good. He's one of those big dudes. Braun that is know, a. Well, Braun is a funny motherfucker. Looks just like his father. But Ain't no the, denying but at that. At the end of the day, he launched Shane McMahon like he grabbed him. It was like ah, and and you know what's crazy? Shane could fly. Shane but what's, could fly. What, Shane is one of those athletes of who I think if Shane would have just did some steroids and went to the gym, he would have had one of those crazy pops bodies. Allegedly. Alleged. I'm Dude. not gonna say alleged. If he would have done it, because you could just tell he didn't do it. But if he would, well, but if Shane would have had his Shane father's, looked like he, Shane looked like he does allegedly. Nah. But. But Shane is the, listen. I know too many people with steroid use. Ain't Shane might might have done some blow. <laughs> he might have popped a few ecstasy pills. Allegedly. Allegedly, he might have beat up a hooker over there on 23rd. Allegedly. But all I'm saying, <laughs> Shane, if he would have just took his body's father's body physique, shit for his father would have put the world title on him. Damn, I just on you some, know on some fucked at, up. At this shit. one particular point, I just want to say a goddamn pal, but I just can't do it. Yeah, we're trying to protect ourselves because you Word. know. The WWE is so sensitive. So now, um, the also moment I of the mention, night. Before we go to the moment, I want to mention that Braun Strowman had the most eliminations at 13. Yes, he did. So he he, he broke Kane and Roman Reigns' record. Right. What is Ro- I think Kane is 11 uh, or 12. Kane is... Uh, I know he's second place because at one point Kane... Kane, was, Kane had the most. Or, or did Roman surpass him? Roman surpassed him. So but Kane Pol- had the most... Then it was Roman. Roman held on to it. For now, what, two years? No, not even. It was a year. And mm. then Roman, I mean Braun, at this at this um, rumble, he had the most eliminations. Right. So at number 39, representing the TV show Raw, a gentleman by the name of Titus O'Neil, O'Neil, who represents <laughs> Titus worldwide. Let me re- let me rephrase this. Yeah, rephrase that. Ladies and gentlemen, coming in at number twenty-nine, we want you to remember this man represents a major corporation called Titus Worldwide. Worldwide. Titus has uh, uh, an elite set of members that run around with him: Apollo Cruz, Akira Tozawa, and um, Dana Brooks. But unfortunately. The company took a fall, but listen. But let's be serious. That slip. He had a nice trip. That nigga ended up under the fucking ring. All you saw was the back of the bottom of his shoes, and you just go, "Damn." He slid underneath the ring. Once one inch further, and he'd have broke his fucking neck on the apron. Let me explain something to y'all. See, 
in, in, in my shoot life, I have had some very notorious falls that I don't share with nobody, but I'm going to share it with you guys tonight. First notorious fall, I'm leaving the garden with my ex-girlfriend, feeling good, watching the Knicks Oh, you're talking about personal life falls. Right. When you say shoot, shoot I'm thinking, I'm thinking shoot, in brother. the ring. I'm not thinking, I'm thinking in the ring and wrestling. I wasn't thinking like in your personal life. Personal life, yeah. Right. We're talking personal life. So I said shoot, brother. You know, or uh, can I say? Oh, well, shoot I means said, the business. Talking shoot, real about well, the business. I'm talking real. Your fa- <laughs> the falls you talking about was some shit that had nothing to do with the business. Exactly. But, um, I slid down a banister at the, at the Penn Station, you know what I mean? And it's like, I had no business sliding down this banister. And then I'm doing the Fred Flintstone to get my traction going on. And then I, and I knew that my like I'm going to like break my neck or something. But I, Everyone has taken a bad fall. So I did the pro wrestling maneuver to save my goddamn life. I went into a front row. Oof. And then I slid. And like, you know, Penn Station at the time. And they still do to this day have military police there. They were about to bust out the AKs and all 11th, kind of whatnot yeah. and whatnot. And then I got up, dust myself off, all cool and everything, slicked my but, dreadlocks back when my dreadlocks was long. And then I went on about my business to go home and to make love to my girlfriend at that time. But, and, but I had her going home and she pissed on herself, just dying laughing off of that shit. But in reality, everyone takes a fall. And let me tell you something. There's another wrestler who took a massive fall. And if anybody was there at WrestleMania 20, what was that Japanese wrestler? What was that Mexican, that dude's name? Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon, yeah. They had the glass flooring. A lot of people, you didn't see it. I mean, you saw it well from TV, but from where we are positioned, we were sitting in front of the Spike TV people, and right. we were sitting behind a few of the WWE producers were coming from the back and then experiencing the show. Okay. From... Because of our situation, the reason why I was there. Um, but that nigga took a fall. And WWE protected that on the replay. Because I came home and bought the pay-per-view on replay. Mm-hmm. And even on DVD, that WrestleMania 20 DVD, they protected that fall. Okay. But they did not protect Titus O'Neil. Well, Titus O'Neil also took... I mean, that- actually, you didn't see the fall until the replay was replayed. Right. So they did protect it. Titus... What he did on at the Rumble was funny as fuck. But if you go back to season two of NXT, he did the same thing with the barrel run. He took a barrel and he was running from the the ramp. All Someone the way mentioned around the that ring that I was listening to, and he tripped over the he tripped over the keg. So he just um. He just got like two left feet. Now, yeah. how you? How, first of all, how you a, a defensive line or whatever from the University of Miami? Like played a year underneath the Rock, and then you trip, son. Let me tell. Let me tell you. I can't get upset because it happens to everyone. Unfortunately, I don't think he sold enough shirts to maximize. Well, I think they're pushing the shirt right about now. Yeah, they're pushing it, but I don't. I don't see that lasting. I'm gonna see that on the WWE five dollar shirt clearance probably, in about two probably. months. But you know but what? But now, but they're milking it that he's falling through the ropes now. <laughs> this, that, and the other. It is what it is. So when he gets his Hall of Fame induction in like twenty years, if they give it to him. He's gonna be known for the guy that takes the most trips around the world for WWE. Yeah, but let's. Uh, but I, I want to say, 
the show was fairly decent. Yeah. And I want to bring up something here. I think we've talked about this before, but I think it's getting to the point. After the Greatest Rumble, Royal Rumble might have had so much momentum that it put pressure on Backlash. Yeah, I believe and, so. Because and, what they did, I, I mm-hmm. agree with you with that. Go ahead, continue. No, and and, and the Greatest Rumble, Royal Rumble might have been a little bit better than WrestleMania. Well, let's look at the spectacle. My pers- I, I, I mean, we talked about WrestleMania, mm-hmm. but when you just look at it, it felt like the Greatest Royal Rumble moved along more smoothly. Maybe because it was a shorter show right? in this, but maybe it's time WWE just cuts down to six pay-per-views. Yeah. Or, yeah. or the top five. Like they, Since Money in the Bank is the official big part of the big five, it's time that they cut down. You keep the two. You still have certain live events for Saudi Arabia. Right. But in reality, I don't think we need a month-to-month pay-per-view no more. Because right now what this does is that it saturates the, it saturates the business. Right, and if you're gonna bring the two brands together again for this pay per view, then you got you got you really got to trim down. Yeah, so you can't give Dude. us twelve pay per views. We need six. And then what you do is alternate whatever match or matches are gonna be like your main event. You mm-hmm. cannot have two world heavyweight title defenses. You cannot have two mid card title matches. You right. cannot have mm-hmm. two tag title matches. You cannot have two women's matches. You need to do something to make the shows stand right out and it can't be too damn long you just okay for example give me a two-hour pay-per-view two and a half hours and send me home i don't need no pre-show no more i don't need none of that bullshit you do a post show do that shit right Let that be the last and thing. do that live from connecticut the other thing too is you know if you're gonna do a women's match if you're gonna do a women's title a woman's title match right mm-hmm. you highlight if you do a, a SmackDown's women a SmackDown women's match, highlight a SmackDown's singles women's match, right? Right. right. I like that. Then the same thing with Raw. Highlight a Raw women's title match. Highlight a Raw's singles match. That's it. The tag titles. Let the Raw tag titles be defended and have the Raw tag team Raw number one and number okay number two number two and number three tag team go at it vice versa right? right then if we all know we're not going to get Brock Lesnar to defend the title on the fucking show then that's when you elevate the intercontinental championship title. as the main, main event t- on or the show. or no matter what at every pay-per-view if you get it down to six no questions asked the w whatever if brock is there then let it main event if he's not there Put whoever the world champion is that the WWE champion is in that main event spot. I get, I get it. We all know Brock is worth a lot of money, and if he walks back into the MMA and he beats this motherfucker, they're just gonna um, hand him the fucking belt so Brock can come on between both right. shows with both titles. Right. Well, number one, if Brock really beats um, Steopic in MMA. That's gonna make him a major fucking. Bi- he becomes the biggest. He might be the biggest athlete in the world. Yeah, I believe so too. On some gangster shit, yeah. and I'm and I'm a fan of Steopic, but I don't know if he got the ground and pound pound to stop Brock. But that's besides there. If he's walking around with both those fucking belts, yeah, he just became that premier champion. Yeah. But here's what's great: we need that premier champion to drop that belt, or give him. Six, we need him six times a year. Yeah, don't give much. me him once at WrestleMania and then we don't see him again until SummerSlam and then again at Survivor Series and then we don't see him anymore. Nah, man, fuck that. Just because 
how long do you run with the IC title before it starts looking greater than the world title, the, well, than the universal title? Well, let's just put it like this. Going back to the Hogan era, mm-hmm. the Intercontinental Championship was the workhorse belt. The Intercontinental Championship was the main event belt in the B shows mm-hmm. or and or the C shows, okay? Or whoever was the Intercontinental Champion working on the Hogan card, the, the belt meant something. Right. I, I can't disagree with you. But that was a time where a belt, where the championship held prestige. And the champion, no disrespect to anybody in the WWE, but none of those championships at this current time hurt any form of prestige. Nope. It just doesn't exist. You just got a bunch of people running around with, with nickel and tinfoil and leather, and none of the titles have a value where you feel. And I'm going to tell you what I think the biggest issue is. They're selling the championships. What made us love the WWE Championship is that we couldn't get one. When you couldn't get that belt, you looked at the videos, you paused the videos, you looked for details, you went to people's websites like uh, JR, uh, I forget the belt. JMAR. JMAR. Went to Reggie Parks. Friend of the show, JMAR. I know him. We've had great conversations. But the point is... um, You go to those sites to look at those championship belts. Because those titles meant something. And they don't have, and it's not the, and I'm not going to blame the design because we've had ugly championship belts. I mean. But when they, when the person is able to label themselves as a champion and indie shows are using those belts and this, that, and the other, and I'm not knocking them because a, a championship belt can be expensive at 1500 to start. Yeah. But the point is when the fan can, when there's 100 WWE championships on the main camera, it don't make it don't it, mean it, t- shit. it took away the prestige of the championship. I mean, you look at the NWA World Heavyweight Title, for example, the belt, the ten pounds of gold, it meant something. Then when it became the big gold belt, it meant something. The same thing with the AWA belt, it meant something. The same thing with the world class belt, yeah, it any, meant something. But again, you're mentioning belts that fans were never able to purchase. Right. And and again, imagine if you was able to buy Ric Flair's big gold. Back when they first handed it to him, man, everybody be would have been in those small rooms with a hundred people, and it would have been fifty big gold championships. You get what I'm saying? Remember, dudes was dressing up like motherfucking Ric Flair, word, and the Horsemen. So imagine they would—they could have took the, the the replica belts as what's taking away the prestige from the championships. Because right now you can get a you can get a um a two hundred and fifty dollar replica of the NWA television title. Right. For that amount. And and yeah, we're not gonna mention the companies, but you can. But the point is, how do I how do I be the great champion I need to be when the guy in in row sixteen seat B or row B seat sixteen is walking around with the same fucking belt. And you gotta remember WWE got these new Elite Series belts for two thousand dollars. Now you got people who can spend two thousand dollars on a WWE they championship. Don't mean shit. And Fuck, now dude. We can make our own damn belt for right. two grand. Yeah. Oh, I'm not questioning it. But now you having fans walk around with your logo and your company. And now when I come down to the ring, him and 10 of his friends all got the same championship belt. Why? How does that championship hold any prestige when anybody can have it? I think there should be a new set of belts and until they, where no one can get a copy of them. And then when they release a new belt, the old belt now can be replicated and sold. But you have to put the prestige, and prestige means no one. The prestige with wrestling is n- you can't do that, and you can't have it. Right. But we're gonna bring this particular show to an end. We're about to record our next show in a few. Right on. Um, 
This was episode eight of Wrestlers with Experience. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We re- we was all over the place like bird shit. Some of it we scrambled like eggs on a Sunday morning, but um, we are developing our sound. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, which we will be bringing video content to. Um, it's called Dietrich Davis on Demand. And make sure you subscribe to the Wrestlers with Experience podcast. I'm Dietrich Davis. And I am Mark Knight, a.k.a. Mark Morell, Mr. Grown Man Business. And we're out. Peace.